0: Blake shook his head in disbelief. You call the US Senator an ass clown, Trevor, to his face. He'll live, I said. Politicians are basically sociopaths, incapable of feeling true embarrassment. Mistake. He looked away, but not before I caught the flicker of a micro expression across his jowly face. The corners of his mouth had pulled toward his ears for a fraction of a second, almost too quick to notice. He was afraid. I snickered, 15 years on DARPA projects, most of them black. And Blake still had no clue how the money side of defense spending worked. High IQ didn't always translate to real world smart. I'd learned that lesson well enough watching my classmates at MIT. Blake fumbled with his cigarette pack. I suppose you've got a commercial world job lined up then, he said. But you still shouldn't burn bridges. He was afraid my comment to the senator would get all our funding cut. Not just mine, but his, Kate's, and Roger's, too. Maybe the entire outlay for DARPA's Pyramid Lake facility. Blake had spent his whole career inside the bubble that was the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. It was all he knew. He'd be unemployable in the commercial sector now. You're a moron, I said. Linebaugh is the majority senator for Nevada, our senator. And you just insulted him. Blake's lower eyelids tightened briefly. Fear again. It's been nice knowing you, buddy. They can give your $100 million toy to the DOE to run nuclear safety models. That'll never happen, I said. Using Frankenstein to simulate nuke stuff would be like using a Formula One Ferrari to deliver pizza. Blake's expressive face made catching his tells easier, but I couldn't do it reliably. Very few people could, even with extensive training. Many micro-expressions, involuntary signals of suppressed emotion or hidden intent, lasted less than a thirtieth of a second, which was too brief for the human eye to register. Every once in a while, a study would turn up a truth wizard or a human lie detector with a freakish ability to detect even the most fleeting microexpressions, but they were one in a thousand. I knew I wasn't one of them, but then again, I didn't need to be. I clapped him on the shoulder and stepped over to the railing that encircled the roof of our five-story lab building. Our funding is untouchable, and I'll tell you why, I said. What do you see all around us? Is your demo ready to roll? The senator wanted to tour the labs after lunch. Big deal, so he'll have to wait. Nobody your age should be so cocky, Trevor. You may be DARPA's fair-haired golden boy of the moment, but I've watched him come and I've watched him go. I laughed. Right now, it's probably toxic even to be seen with you, he said. I need to think of my career. I should have just stayed inside. You're the one who needed a cigarette break. I didn't have to catch micro expressions to see the worry on Blake's face now. He was a big, heavy guy, 260 pounds and six foot five easy. But his stoop-shouldered slouch and deferential posture made him look no taller than I was. Relax, I said, our money's safe for reasons that lie in every direction. Or actually, reasons that don't. He shambled over to join me at the rail. Okay, I see what you're saying. You think our grants are protected because our facilities smack in the middle of the Paiute Indian Reservation. I understand the politics. I chuckled. Blake understood organizational politics about as well as his clumsy robots did. Wrong, I said. Not even close.